guys, and welcome back to the Balance Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I was laughing the other day because people were entering, you guys rather, not just people, were entering a giveaway that I was hosting on Instagram that I announced on the podcast. And a lot of people didn't know whether to hashtag the Balance Blonde Podcast or hashtag Soul on Fire or hashtag Soul on Fire Podcast. And I was cracking up because only me would have a podcast, only myself, someone like me who is so all over the place that basically has two names. So I'm just laughing about that, but I also love that it has two names because The Balanced Blonde is me and it corresponds to my blog and my social media, but also this is the Soul on Fire podcast. It's all about conversations with people who have set their souls on fire and it's really one of those just from the heart chit chat kind of podcasts. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's a guest or actually more often than not, it's a guest, but I love doing solo podcasts too. And I just love that this podcast kind of has two personalities, two names, because I feel like all of us are always changing, always evolving, and there's just so much to cover. So While I do talk about blogging and this is related to my blog, it's also turned into something that's completely its own, which is the Soul on Fire lifestyle and hopefully a Soul on Fire book and lots of other things that I 100% envision. So I just wanted to say that it was on the top of my mind. And now I'll tell you guys who today's guest is. Her name is Alyssa Goodman, and she is a nutritionist. She's someone who I have followed and known about for a really long time. She's been around the block for a while. She's created multiple cleanse programs at restaurants around LA, like M Cafe and Cafe Gratitude and some other places that I'm forgetting. Oh, like Erewhon. And we talk about this in the conversation too. And Alyssa has been through a lot herself. She is a cancer survivor. She lost her first husband to cancer, the father of her children. And so it's safe to say that she's been through a lot of trauma and a lot of disease. And she has a book called Cancer Hacks, which is a holistic guide to overcoming your fears and healing cancer. And she's really used what she's been through to inspire other people to live a happier, healthier life, to inspire the people around her to live a healthier, happier life, and also to be the healthiest, happiest version of herself that she can possibly be. She's a mom to two girls, one of them named Jordan. So I feel pretty tied to that, of course. And She's just cool. I love hanging out with her. She's such a light. She has a spiritual practice and we really connect on all those different levels of energy work and all the spiritual stuff that I am currently into. She has a soup cleanse that I've done a couple times and Kelsey Patel, who's been on this podcast, she's done the soup cleanse. She was doing it last time I was at her house. So Alyssa just has tons of good stuff happening. I'm so excited to share her story with you guys today. So we will dive into the conversation shortly. But first, I wanted to thank today's sponsor, Hum Nutrition. So if you haven't heard me talk about Hum Nutrition before, I'll just go ahead and let you know I'm really obsessed with it. It's an all-natural line of supplements, and their goal is to use science-based and clinical-backed nutrition as a tool for helping people look and feel amazing. So their products are sustainably sourced, non-GMO, and free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives, and many of them are organic and vegan. 
And beyond all of that, something I really like about HUM is that they focus on inner beauty and holistically approaching outer beauty concerns from within. So that's very much in line with my philosophy that it all starts from the inside. And of course, when something happens, like we have a breakout or our skin experiences inflammation, or we have a ton of anxiety that we're experiencing, or we can't sleep and we're suffering from insomnia, it usually means that something on the inside is not working correctly. So when I have acne, for example, I know that internally something's going on. My hormones are off balance. I'm stressed. I'm not resting. I'm not taking care of myself the way that I'm supposed to. So I really, really like that HUM focuses on nourishing us and healing us from the inside out. And they really focus a lot on prevention which also goes along with what we talk about today in the episode with Alyssa because a lot of this holistic wellness stuff that we do, self-care, supplements, taking care of ourselves is focusing more on prevention than actually damage control or covering up what's already happened. So that's really cool. And something that you guys might really like about HUM is that they have a registered dietitian on their website. So if you're really confused about what products to order or you're not sure what you need or what would go well with what you're already taking, you can go onto their website and see what your concerns are. Type it into their website, take a three-minute evaluation, and ask any questions of their RD. So that person's available to answer questions for you. They're available for ongoing support. And... You can use that evaluation to figure out which supplements you should be taking because, of course, I could tell you which ones are my favorites, which I will, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be your favorites or that they're going to work the same magic for you because we're all different. So you can find it not just on their website, but also on retailers such as Sephora, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Free People, Goop, and a lot of more. Oh my God, a lot of more. Wow. Well, that goes to show maybe I should be sleeping a little bit more. Um, But you can find them on a lot more places. They have a special for Soul on Fire for our amazing audience that is you guys. So you can take 20% off of your first order by using the code SOUL20. That is S-O-U-L 20 as in Soul on Fire. Go ahead and enter that at checkout. And because I promised I would tell you what my favorites are, right now I really like their Big Chill, which helps to keep calm, focus, and cope with stress. And we all know that I can use a little bit of that. I get really high anxiety and I get stressed really easily. So I love the Big Chill for that. I also love their Beauty Z, which helps promote a restful beauty sleep, which I always really need. And then I love their Here Comes the Sun, because even though I'm in the sun all of the time, it helps to boost those D3 deficient bodies. And I feel like all of us could use a little boost of vitamin D, especially when it's not the summer. So something to think about as summer is wrapping up soon. And if you live on the East Coast, I would highly recommend boosting that vitamin D. It's so good for so many things in our bodies. So I hope that you guys love Hum Nutrition. Use that code SOUL20 at checkout to get 20% off and enjoy this episode with Alyssa. Love you guys. All right, guys, I am sitting here with Alyssa Goodman, and I'm so glad that she's here. This has been a long time in the making, and 
We see each other all around. We see each other at Erewhon, at events. We have a ton of the same friends. And it's so exciting to have her on the podcast to give all of her nutrition advice. And she's also a cleanse expert. And we'll talk about all the different cleanses that she's been involved with creating. She also has her soup cleanse, which I have done. And I love it. I love the concept of having food and soup and we'll dive all into that. She also has her own journey with wellness. Of course, she is a cancer survivor and she has been through a lot of ups and downs with all that. So we will discuss and she has a book, Cancer Hacks, and it's really wonderful. So go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell them just a little bit about you. Great. It's so good to be here too, because I know, I feel like I stalk you. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> and I know. It's so funny how we know each, know so much about each other's lives mm-hmm. on social media, which is good and bad, right? As we know, part of our world that we have to participate in. For me though, in my mid-50s, it's a little harder than probably the younger generation. Totally. But yeah, my journey has been a long one. Um, and I was just saying to Jordan that I basically, now in my mid-50s, I've never felt better in my life, but I think when I was born and came and was growing up, I had a very low functioning immune system. So every kind of illness out there, I, I got. So whether it was digestive issues or tonsillitis or strep or, I mean, I was sick all the time. I got mono in high school to the point where I was home for three months. Um, I got shingles. I mean... It was crazy, constant, like chronic fatigue. So, and my parents were very type A parents and very go-getters and like successful. So I always, with this, you know, chronic fatigue and like kind of always behind the eight ball, it was a double whammy because I tried to keep up with them. And I felt like I wasn't good enough. So mentally that did a number on me because I wasn't, I didn't have the energy they did. And here I was a little kid. So I did follow in their footsteps in a nutshell, moved to New York and got into the advertising business. I'm from Arizona originally. So when I graduated college, moved to New York and lived a really fast-paced life and ate really shitty and lots of caffeine, sugar, lots of sushi, lots of, um, got a parasite, of course. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. It's like it never ended in terms of, and I was always trying to find ways to get better and have more energy and feel better, but I never really was able to figure it out. Until one day when I got married, I met my husband in New York and I was like, we're moving west. And he's like, New Jersey? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we're going to California. He had never been to California. Wow. Never. I know. So... The company he worked for was ABC TV, and they they brought him out for an interview. They took him to the beach. They took him to the Lakers game. He was like, I'm sold. He was a golfer, so it was perfect. So we moved here. I ended up getting a dream job with Vogue magazine because I was in advertising sales. It I know it was cool, but it was Devil Wears Prada, sadly. Yeah. And then I ended up getting cancer. Three months into the job, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. So all this culmination of not feeling well and just trying to keep up, I think, toxic body, toxic mind, I got the cancer. And it was like, wow, wake-up call. And it was the best wake-up call that ever happened to me because I realized my life wasn't working. And when I went to see three doctors for treatment, 
the two of them scared me because I was 32 and I hadn't had kids. And they're like, you know, we're going to have to freeze your eggs. You'll probably have to have a bone marrow transplant. I mean, I hadn't even been staged for the cancer. I mean, it was so scary the way doctors still treat you in terms of put the fear factor in you. And so one doctor I went to see at St. John's in Santa Monica, and he sat me down and he said, that's when it was staged. It was an early stage. And he's like, let's talk about your life. Are you stressed? Are you unhappy? Because you look it. And I, I burst into tears. And I was like, I am so unhappy. I'm miserable at my job. LA hasn't been the easiest place to, you know, transition to. It's so spread out. New York was, our friends were in New York. And I was like, I am so miserable. And I have had three miscarriages because, you know, I don't think it was the right time for me to get pregnant because I wasn't well. So he said, I think we could treat this without the chemo maybe do some radiation. So I did find somebody to treat me in that way. He didn't, but someone else did. And I went, I went into a plant-based diet. I started juicing at Beverly Hills Juice, which is the oldest juice yeah. place in the city. And Mrs. Gooch's at the time was awesome. And then I got into yoga and meditating, sort of. It was difficult when you're a type A. Mm-hmm. And I read every self-help book and I went into therapy. And I basically think all of that saved me. And then I went on to have two healthy girls and they're 22 and 19 today. And then 11 years later, my husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So that was another wake up call. Like, holy shit, what do I do now? Like two, my girls, he died when he was 45, had two bone marrow transplants in a year and a half, which is unheard of. And I'm like, my girls both have parents who were sick. So I was sitting at lunch with a friend one day and I was like 45 and single. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy in LA and two daughters. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? And my friend said, what are you interested in? I'm like, I feel like I need to help people because of the experiences that I've been through all my life with not feeling well and my cancer and his cancer and what I watched happen to him. So I went back to school and got certified in integrative nutrition. And um, then it graduated two years later and started working for Cafe Gratitude at M Cafe and Erewhon doing cleanses, which I knew nothing about. Yeah, well, and now, now you do. And now I see the juice with your name on it at Erewhon. I always, well, maybe, yeah, is that, right. it's the still there, right? Yeah, the thyroid juice. Exactly. I'm always like, I know her. Can you even see that juice? Those juice. I mean, there's so many there. Oh right? my God. Jordan? There is like a wall of 150. <laughs> it's basically my dream come true. But uh, most of them I don't drink because there's so much, like I look at the label and it's like dates and coconut water and strawberries and figs. And at that point, I know enough not to grab it just because of the way that my system is with all of that fruit, with Same all of here. the sugar rather. Yeah. It's, they're really, I'm really, I love juicing. I think juicing is really amazing for a lot of people, not everyone. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm with you, for sure. But this cold-pressed juices with, you're right, with the even one apple in it, and you see the sugar content when Mm -hmm. you turn that ball around, you're like... Yeah, well, because it doesn't say the sugar content at Erewhon. It's just just like pressed in-house. So that's That's the thing. I'm I'm always looking at it like, I don't even want to know. With some of them, (laughs) of course, there's tons of other options, or you can like do as I do, buy them and just sip on them as like a delicious 
dessert slash snack and not drink the whole entire thing in one sitting, or at least I try because they're good. Yeah. Especially like the chocolate ones with dates and cashew butter and all that stuff. They're they're like decadent and delicious. Yeah. So I'm with you on the juice cleansing thing. Although I know you know about my background and I was a juice cleansing addict and all I did was drink green juice and didn't really incorporate anything else. So I love your approach with the soup cleansing and juices and also just incorporating solid food into the mix because I think it's so important to have that lifestyle where you have the juice as kind of part of your whole daily routine, but not your go-to. Not It's not like a one-stop fix kind of thing. And I think a lot of people think that it fixes everything. Like you go out drinking on the weekend, you have some fast food. Oh, I'll have a green juice. Like if only it would work that way. I know. It does help a little, but not yet. It doesn't help. No, I know. Yeah. To the degree. It's definitely not a bad idea to have after (laughs) afterwards, but it's not like it's not necessarily gonna cancel out that other stuff. Right. Yes. That's that's why I got into this cleansing world. I, yeah, we, I don't believe in the hardcore, like you strict, like restriction and juice cleanses all day or a juice cleanse. I, I know I'm going to be offending some juice cleanse places, but I just think people need to eat. They need to have a balance. You know, your body doesn't, can't just have liquids. Mm-hmm. It needs protein and fiber and carbs. I mean, it needs it all. So I do think it does a number on people when they go into that place of just even sometimes all raw, you know, yeah, have a health issue. Which I also did for right, a couple of years. Right. So yeah. And I wonder now why it's so hard to find balance. I mean, I did that for so long and it definitely took a toll. Right. It does. I did that when I, Cafe Gratitude. Yeah. I jumped into their cleanse and I had, I have hypothyroidism Hashimoto's and I jumped into the cleanse and I was so sick. My cleanse that I created. I mean, oh my God. Um, with flu like symptoms, and it was horrible for my autoimmune. Yeah. that See, it's just not for everybody. It's like everyone's bodies are so different. Right. There's just no one size fits all approach. But I am curious. So I've never seen the Cafe Gratitude cleanse or I've never tried it. So what did you create? Because well, this is my favorite restaurant. I'll have you know. It's one of my favorite yeah. restaurants too. Especially the one in Beverly Hills now. That's yeah. Gorgeous. It's beautiful. Um, I mean, I go there so much. Not I usually go to the Venice one. Right. But if I'm with my friends and we're deciding where to go to dinner it's like a joke amongst us now because I will never offer up any other suggestion that's always just where I want to go it's so good I know it is really good I mean it has everything you want to eat exactly um it was it's been a while since I've I'm trying to think I've been doing this six years so it's been like three years since I have been with them I did it for the first three years and it was super easy because it was juices and smoothies and salads and soups but it was all raw and it was not cooked. So it did do a number on people. Like I handheld those cleansers for the five days that we did it. And either I was peeling them off the ceiling or off the floor. Uh-huh. So, peeling it, them off the ceiling. I love that. I want to so be hyper. one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I know we were talking about yeah. that. You want that energy. Oh, that for hyperness. sure. I love that energy. Um, but then I'm still doing M cafes. Because it was more how I eat. It was more macrobiotic. I'm more balanced in that way. I like hot and cold. You know, yeah. I do I do eat a little animal protein. So I love fish. 
Um, and I love, I do love quinoa and brown rice. So Me I'm too. A, kind of a carb girl. Yeah. Macrobiotic is one of my favorite ways to eat. Yes. So on that note, I wanted to talk to you about animal protein mm-hmm. because in the nutrition world, there's so many opinions, of course. And I know so many people who listen to this podcast. I'm sure there's a little bit of everything. People, total carnivores, total vegans. And I love that. I want you know this to be a podcast for everybody. Yeah. So what's your take on <laughs> animal? I mean, clearly you, you eat animal protein as do I. Right. So what should we be looking for? What are the musts? I knew you were going to ask me that. I yeah. Know, I, how so- could I not? Because, <laughs> how could you not? Yeah. Well, especially we're talking about like the vegan restaurants yeah. and the cleanses, which is such a fun part of the wellness world. But yeah. there is also like balancing hormones and all the stuff that I knocked off of balance by being raw for so long. Yeah. True. And that just, you hit the nail on the head there. Did you see the documentary, What the Health? Not yet. You better not. I know. <laughs> I mean, my, my boyfriend. Animal protein again. Yeah. My boyfriend watched it and he's uh, for now a vegan. Mm-hmm. So, same with mine. Uh, oh my yeah, gosh. Like- <laughs> I know. And he's like, you've got to watch it. I'm like, this is the stuff I have been. I mean, I've known this stuff. I I, you can't unknow this stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure there's tons of information that I don't know that's in that documentary. Um, I don't know if it's yeah. best for me I'm to watch sure it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because it. it wasn't really best for me either because mm-hmm. my body type needs animal protein. I don't know if it's because I've grown up eating it or when I eat vegan solid, I don't have the energy. Yeah. I don't sleep as well. I don't feel like my hormones are balanced. And with autoimmune stuff and with with thyroid issues, you know, I feel like I need that groundedness with the animal protein. I do. It's like 20% of my diet. It sometimes could be 30, but mostly it's 20%. I think not every, I think some people can be vegan, but totally. most of the people that come to see me are pretty much flexitarian in regards to needing a little. Flexitarian has always been one of my favorite words because you can kind of go in and out. Like to me, that means, which is kind of how I see myself right now, like predominantly plant-based, but I will not turn down fish. I won't even turn down beef given a situation. So flexible. Yeah, absolutely. I think that what you probably do with your podcast and what I'm trying to do with my clients is I'm trying to get them to tune back into themselves. Like not just follow someone who says, Hey, you're supposed to be paleo or you're supposed to, you know, be vegan or you're supposed to be raw, right? Or you're supposed to just eat fruit. I mean, you know, what's best for you. I mean, everybody has those instincts that know what feels good and what doesn't to their system. So I feel like we listen to all these outside sources and, you know, maybe we listen to that. What, what's your, what the health Mm -hmm. and go, oh my God, I can't eat animal protein again because it's so disgusting from, you know, what they were saying. But I watched it and went, it's so demonizing of this. And that's what happens in this world. Of course. I think that people know what's right for them. They just kind of lose sight. And I just try to get them to own their health and own what's right for them and not follow what other people are saying that they should do. Because when you feel good, you know what's working. I mean, you eat something and you know you feel good afterwards right away or you don't. Exactly. So I I just, I know I feel good after eating some animal protein. Yeah, you listen to your body and that's important. And I think anyone who 
who attacks those of us who do listen to our bodies. I think there's a deeper issue going on. And obviously there's ethical components and all sorts of other things that I can totally respect. But when you start casting judgment on the way that someone else eats, I feel like it's more of a personal problem. Yeah, it's more of a problem you have for yourself. Right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. It is interesting though, my chicken eaters, when I ask people, so what do you eat? And they're like, I eat a lot of chicken. And they, when I get them tested for metals and because I think we're all a bit toxic, just, I mean, even if you're not an animal protein eater because of all the toxins we're onslaughted with daily, but they do test high for arsenic. Wow. I know. So, so poultry is something to be careful with. Just in terms of just buying good sourced poultry. Yes. Yes. As well as not maybe eating it every single day. You know how people yeah. do that. My mom would be one of those people. Chicken is her favorite thing. I'm sure she has it every single day. Right. Same. I mean, my daughter too. It's yeah. Like she thinks that's dietary. Diet- right. Right. Yeah. Grilled chicken yeah. with some veggies. Interesting. Yeah. And then my fish people, of course, a lot of them test high for mercury, as you yeah, know. That so would be me. It's just about like having, you know, going in and out and, and actually adding vegan sources in and having animal protein. And there's so many nutrients in all different food groups that I just, I think it's really crucial that we like experiment and have the different food groups unless something really doesn't agree with us. Yeah, totally. So when someone comes to you because they're feeling off balance and like we've been talking about, like I've been feeling so lethargic, which I hate because my lifestyle requires energy and everybody's does. I mean, we need to get up and get moving and have energy to do the things that we're passionate about and go to work and all that stuff. So if somebody were to come to you and they're lethargic and they feel like they're doing everything right, like me, for example, like what I don't know what's what's up with me internally, what would be, I mean, I know it's different for everybody, but is there anything that you would kind of tell someone to do in that situation just right off the bat? I would. Well, first of all, like I would want to know sort of more history on what you have been doing. Like you were saying, you know, sort of your, you know, your diet as you were raw and vegan and you feel like maybe, you know, your hormones got really off balance or you set yourself in a, on a course that has been harder to get back from potentially. Um, I think everything's doable. Everything's healable. Um, but I, what I do with my clients is I take, go back to all the way to birth. Like what was the birth like? Do you remember, mm-hmm. you know, do you remember was your, you know, was your mom hat? Did you come into a happy home? I think psychologically it's a, that's a huge thing. Like was, did you come into a nurturing environment when you were born? And I don't know if you know this, but the first seven years of your life, your subconscious is fully downloaded. Wow. Dr. Rankin, Alyssa Rankin, she wrote this book, Mind Over Medicine is one of the books. Uh And she, she discovered that. So all of us who the first seven years of our life, our subconscious is fully downloaded. And then right now you and I operate like 95 to 98% out of our subconscious, which is kind of mind boggling. Oh my God. So if anything happened in those early years, and this has to do a lot, I think with health and where people are at today, like if any trauma or PTSD, or I don't know, even someone saying to someone you're fat or you're not smart or any little thing, it gets like implanted in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And we're like 5% conscious really 
walking around, which we I don't I'd never realized until years ago. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> I mean, it definitely makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Like the nervous system is right. so powerful. So that that has been a big thing for me. I've been dealing a lot with trauma, PTSD, and I think if you were in any kind of trauma or you're in like this heightened sense of like fear all those things, your central nervous system does go into overdrive. Oh, maybe that's why I've been so off balance (laughs) all this time. I did. So people listening to this podcast, Mm. they are aware if they've listened to any of my solo episodes, there's definitely trauma to work past, not before the age of seven. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards, but no less powerful. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. For you, you've been through so much with... If if you guys listening didn't catch this, I mean, I know that you probably caught that she's a cancer survivor, but she lost her first husband to cancer, the father of her daughters. Yeah. Trauma. And trauma. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what I also had to work with my girls on with the trauma and the PTSD mm-hmm. of all that. I mean, it's been such a long road trying to get them to a place that they feel less, you know, trauma mode. I mean, we don't see it because we don't see our central nervous system vibrating. It's not physical, you know, it's not on the outside of our body. But if our central nervous system isn't relaxed and calm, it does a number on our hormones. It does a number of our endocrine system, our thyroid, our adrenals, right? Right. Our cortisol is raised too high potentially. You know, uh, my you know, cortisol is off the charts. That's a big At certain one. times of day. Yeah. Other times I have none. It's none. so interesting. <laughs> it takes a new yeah. dive. Yeah. Yeah. So I dive into that and kind of see what the root cause of maybe try to hone in on what the root cause of maybe why the fatigue, why the chronic, you know, there are some things that I definitely love. I mean, we were just talking earlier. I mean, there's a few supplements. I love supplements, only certain kinds and only certain brands because I think there's a lot of crappy ones out there. For sure. But I definitely think a lot of us don't get enough B12 and a really high source B12. There's there's a couple of them. One that I use is Global Healing. It's a liquid. And I think they might be local, Global Healing. I don't know if you ever heard of them. But it has adenosicobalamine and... um is the other silcobalamin, is it methyl silcobalamin? The two that one's in a cellular form is the adeno, which we don't get very often because the B12 is made in the ileum, which is in the lower part of the intestines. So most of our guts aren't happy. They're not healthy, as we know. Yes. Um, and we just, um, beneficial bacteria doesn't get down to the ileum where we need the beneficial bacteria to make B12. So B12 is a big energy thing. For sure. So I basically do put people on this liquid B12 or a B complex plus from pure encapsulations that I love. So that's a big one. And adaptogens Mm -hmm. I I love for energy. Which adaptogens do you love for energy? Now I need to know all of this. And also question about the B12. So in case anyone listening is going to go out and purchase it like I am now. Do you take it in the morning? Do you take it twice a day? What's the regimen? Good question. Um, It's really, I take it twice a day. So, and I was taking it two droppers twice a day. Now, I'm not saying that the listeners should do that. They should experiment and do once a day and then move it up to twice a day. I mean, it's such a clean sourced vegan B12 that it can't hurt you really. It's not the kind that gets accumulated in the liver. 
Okay. So, and also I love liquids because they bypass, you know, the digestive system and they go right to where they need to be. Uh huh. That's so I know. And just to tell you a little bit about the B12 to finish it, a lot of people go get the B12 shots. Have you ever done that? Yes, I have. Next Health, my favorite place. Yeah. And sometimes that can, it's good and bad. So it can rev up the adrenals with that B12 because of the kind of B12 they use and um, it can like actually make a situation potentially worse. Oh, wow. Just depending on the person. Yeah, because they, because it, like, you don't want your adrenals revved up. Right. You need them Well, what down. happens if they get revved up? Yeah, because they're pumping out adrenaline and cortisol. And oh, most people right. who are tired and, like, we're talking about have too much of that already pumping out. That anyway. makes sense. I think that's how it is for me. It's like I can almost feel it. Maybe it's like the intuitive side of me where I can almost, like, see what's happening inside, yet not entirely, or else I would have a lot more answers. But, I can True. feel things are like overworking, which is why, unfortunately, as much as I love coffee and I do drink it because yeah. I love it that much, I can feel it. It's like it's it's pumping that energy faster and faster and depleting it at the same time. So it's not real energy, but I like I'm sure for some people it works a little bit better. And for me, it's like, okay, it's waking me up, it's waking me up, it's waking me up. Five minutes later, I'm like totally depleted. It's just yeah. this awful cycle. Yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a coffee You drink coffee. Yeah. You drink coffee too. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to go to Mount Macho, but it yeah, I the know. Same. So what's your, what's your solution for this issue? I know. I really, the solution is to switch over to matcha if you're having like some adrenal. I try. I took a month off of coffee in June Mm -hmm. and I definitely saw some benefits. I was a little more even keeled. I love the taste of matcha. It definitely does the trick of like waking me up, giving me energy, but I really missed it. And I'm a huge proponent of having things that you love in your daily routine. And I love it. And it makes me excited in the morning. Like it's not like a total addiction, but I guess it sort of is at the same time because I love it that much. Agreed. Same here. Yeah. I'm like right there with you. Right. I can't wait to wake up and make my cup of coffee. Yeah, it's fun. It's It's a fun part of the day. Exactly. And it's true. I mean, I think that, you know, for somebody really sensitive like you are and maybe, you know, have had adrenal issues because everybody out there has adrenal issues. I mean, we're all like, we live in this society of like overdrive, right? I mean, we're in the fast lane. We're definitely, I mean, we don't live in the country. We live in the city. So we are moving at lightning speed, even when we're, we're going to do our yoga class, but we're maybe not you, but most are rushing to the yoga class, rushing to the meditation. (laughs) Yes. And we get there and we do our little meditation, our yoga, but then we go back out into the world and we kind of go back into the environment of Yeah, exactly. Craziness. That's why it's more about the lifestyle, in my opinion, than just, I mean, of course, it's good to go to yoga no matter what. Good to yeah. meditate. But if you can get the rest of the lifestyle on point, kind of like Hudson right now, <laughs> just to paint the picture for everybody listening, Hudson is basking in the sun. He's extremely stretched out and elongated. <laughs> and I look at him sometimes and Jealous. maybe, yeah, other people with animals probably feel this way too. Like, you know how to live life. You're happy. Yeah, and we've got to just take that time for ourselves. Slow down. Exactly. And, and we, you, I know you talk about this on your podcast. I mean, the gratefulness, being grateful for, being like, you know, present. I mean, 
that was the biggest thing for me in terms of my chronic fatigue and all of my issues was finding the peace amongst the craziness of my life. So, yes, yes, right? finding the peace. So what helps you the most with that? Well, we talked about this earlier. I mean, energy healing. Is- yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you guys, before we started recording, we totally, totally got on the subject of spirituality because how could I not? I had to at least inform her that my life has taken this direction that's really exciting and different and very spiritual. So... I was very thrilled to find out that Alyssa is totally also on this path and perhaps we all are and we're just, some of us are more in tune with it at certain times. So you found the energy healer. I'll let you take it from there. 10 years ago. Yes. Um, when my husband passed away and she changed my life. She, I've seen Who is this person? This, she moved to Mykonos, Greece of all Amazing. places. <laughs> I know. So cool. I think the LA just got to her. I mean, mm-hmm. she does still does it through Mik- from Mykonos, but um, it's kind of funny. She's still there. I didn't think she'd last. But then I found two others. I have um, Alessandro Gianetti, who is incredible. He is a master in terms of amazing at helping people manifest bigger things in their life. Whatever they changing jobs, you know, relationships, um, just getting things in their world that they have always wanted. And then I have this woman that I work with, Althea Montgomery, who actually cl- does an energy healing on my cleanse every time it goes oh, out. Oh, amazing. She infuses it with really good energy so people get what they need. And I think that's the future. So that's how I have found calm is to really let go of all my past trauma. Like as we were talking, just there's so much of it in my life that's crazy. And I know most of my clients and most of the people I see all have some form of trauma. Um, my cancer clients, you know, 99% of them have had trauma in their life. I mean, it's hard to say that no, you know, you can't really say you haven't had trauma. So, I mean, I have a client who ran a gas on the freeway who has PTSD when her tank gets below three quarters full. So, I mean, that to her is trauma. Yeah, that is traumatic. So I was able to release a lot of baggage that I was carrying around that wasn't serving me and wasn't getting me to that spiritual place that I knew I wanted to get to. Like, I knew there was a higher power at a better place for me. And I was searching and searching, but I was just spinning my wheels until I discovered some help. And the sort of the same path, you know, that you're on in terms of sounding like, you know, you're going to be able to do that maybe for people. Yeah, I hope so. That's so cool. It is. So after you discovered the energy healing and released the baggage and the trauma, what is your routine like now to maintain all that? Because I know at least with my experience, I can have like the most releasing kind of day and it feels like it's just this huge catalyst to a massive change of the way that I'm going to live my life. And then the next day, it's like I'm at a bachelorette (laughs) party and I'm having a shot of vodka and I'm getting back to LA and I'm exhausted and then I have no time to even meditate. And, you know, you can tell where I've been for the last weekend. So how do you maintain... It is true. And I don't want to let lead people on to think that you can be in this state all the time because it's not even possible. Right. You just said. And I was just in New York for 10 days. And I, you know, when you go out in New York in the city at 10 o'clock at night for dinner, you have to have a drink. Right. Yeah. You you just, you know, it's a part of the culture. Yeah. And I came back. Oh, my God. Same. Exhausted. 
And I was talking to my energy healer because I felt very out of body. Like my head was disconnected. That is from my me body. right now. Okay. I'm glad you're saying <laughs> this because I'm not to interrupt you. I'm going to acupuncture after this. And I'm just thinking, what am I going to say to her? I mean, I have to be very clear about the type of balancing that I need yeah. in this on this particular day. Right. Exactly. But go on. And the and the energy healer said, I have never seen you so out of body. Like, what have you been doing? I said, well, by the way, I've been drinking for 10 days in a row. She's like, you know, that's it. I mean, so yes, I ate healthy when I was there mostly. And I did green juices, which I absolutely love without the fruit, without the sugar, but it still wasn't enough. So I wasn't in my spiritual place and the city is really crazy. You know, it's built on what asphalt and it has a vibration that is, you know, pretty high compared to LA. And I think once I get there, I'm like, buzzing. I'm a type A Aries. So I'm just buzzing around with that high vibration and it burned me out. So she was able to help me in an hour, just get myself back in my body. And then, you know, it's nice now every day I get up and I do, I mean, it sounds like all of us who are in the spiritual world, you know, I do try to ground myself really just feet on the ground, let go of all the negative energy that's in me because there's always is and be grateful for like five things that I am grateful for in my life because, and there's so much, there's so much. So I definitely do that. I, I was talking to you earlier about waking up with Ryan Weiss. Yeah. He does these beautiful emails, which I read in the morning, which I always feel like he's talking to me because he has a message. And for some reason, it seems like a message I need to hear. Um, so there's a lot of things that I do in that regard. I do, I do have my coffee. I do MCT oil with a little coconut milk. We all, you know, we're all into Delicious. this. Del- yeah, a little 100% stevia. Um, and that, I don't know, I just... It makes me feel really good, but I mostly am just so grateful and thankful that I get to do what I do each day. I get to get up and help people and give them a motivation and to give them a reason to keep going. You know, they are, I mean, I, I've healed from so many things that basically I know that anything is possible. I've watched it. So I am a believer in the energy part. I love flowers and remedies. I love you know, essential oils. I love herbs. I mean, I love really healthy food. So it's just all, I mean, I believe in all of that stuff. I think we all need a little bit of everything. Saging the house, Palo Santo. Yes. I mean, so. As I always have <laughs> lying around because I crystals. love it too. Yeah. Yeah. I just Ooh. think that we need kind of to find our right tribe and our people that support us. Like, you know, you're going to acupuncture, you know, acupuncturists are great. They help balance the energy, the yoga, the meditation, and my soup cleanse, actually. Yeah. Warm, nourishing food that I cook and deliver to twice a month. To you cook it yourself? I do not cook it myself. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wait, what? <laughs> no, because I no. know how many people order your cleanse and that yeah. would be, I mean, that would be, be a crazy. full-time job in itself. Yeah. No, I have a whole team and I have an operations manager who so runs cool. it who's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. It's really fun to see people's can change their life actually how they feel in five days when they eat really healthy. Oh yeah. Nourishing. So how often do you recommend someone to do the soup cleanse? Some people do it once a month. I mean, it's we do it just two weeks out of the month. So, um, a lot of people do once a month, um, they can do it as much as they want because it's not about starvation or deprivation. It's really about just nourishing yourself and giving yourself a break from any inflammatory foods. 
Yes, it's the inflammatory foods that get me because, I mean, some of them I love. Yeah. But yeah, that's important. Right. How often do you do the soup cleanse? I know. Um, not as often anymore. Yeah. Well, you probably got your, you probably eat that way to begin with most of the time. I do. I have these, I, you know, I brought you the detox tonic and yeah, I have so that excited. a lot. We make homemade bone broth. And so I have that in the refrigerator. I have salads and soups that are frozen, not the salads, yeah. but the soups. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze those salads. Yeah. And um, I could pull them out. So, but I do, I, I, 80% of the time I eat really healthy, but I do love to entertain. I love to party and, you know, I do, it's I drink balance. and yeah. I, I love pizza and a pasta and I love crappy stuff. I don't love sweets anymore. I was a I wish I didn't. Yeah. So I got lucky there. You know, I think my diet kind of got me off the sweets, but I definitely still love carbs. Yeah. So. So it's a balanced balance. lifestyle. So yeah. that provokes a couple questions in me because alcohol, it's such, a, such an interesting topic in the wellness world because um, there's always the extreme opinions of like, just don't drink alcohol if you don't ever want to be hungover. And obviously the sugar component right. and alcohol is bad for your liver. And I'm saying everything in air quotes because everybody has an opinion. Right. Um, I personally choose not to drink all that often at all, which I just wrote a blog post on. So probably a lot of people listening might kind of have heard me say this before, though it's hard. Like it's hard to be a 26 year old who doesn't really drink because it's a huge part of people's social life. So what is your opinion on alcohol? I mean, you drink, which is, yes. I love balance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us. Well, it depends on the person too, because um, a lot of people, it's really not good for them because of what we were talking about earlier, the adrenals or the stress or the central nervous system kind of vibrating at too high a level for them. Alcohol does such a number on your adrenals. Ooh. It's so bad for the adrenals. That being said, you know, I've had adrenal fatigue. I probably still have it mostly because again with business and I'm like still that type A personality that's not gone away. So I, tr I do too many things at once um, or too much on is on my plate for the day. But I think everything in moderation. Um, I think that as long as people stick with high quality, you know, vodka, tequila, my, this is my opinion, um, wine that is high quality, not the fruity, really fruity, fruity stuff or the mix, mixing drinks, like with the tequila and the vodka, like mixing fruit juices with them. I think that is a disaster because then you get the double whammy of the sugar. But if you stick with the straight stuff, it's As a little I do, bit better. If I drink, yeah. I have vodka by itself, some sparkling water, some lime, some mint. Yeah. That's all I need. I just take a liver cleanse supplement before I go to bed every night. I do Gaia oh, that's, liver oh. cleanse or milk thistle uh -huh. so to try to like, you know, I, I'm thinking in my head like this will hopefully help eliminate it out of my liver a little bit quicker. Yeah, that's smart. So I do do that. I kind of load up on B vitamins because I know that that's, it's going to do a number. You know, if, you, if you're healthy, it's not the biggest deal. But again you know, everything in moderation. Yeah. But if you're not healthy, like my cancer people or my autoimmune people that really feels crappy, it really isn't a great thing. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a, it's a very balanced answer <laughs> because I mean, although I don't really 
drink much. Uh, I definitely do in certain situations. So another question I have, um, I don't know how this popped into my head when you said something about you eat healthy really well about 80% of the time, which is so cool for a nutritionist to say, because I feel like a lot of nutritionists say 100% of the time, it's a lifestyle, blah, blah. I mean, I'm sure I've said that. I'm a pretty extreme person. So I like Mm -hmm. that you say that. And it also reminds me of something else where I've heard a lot of nutritionists and other people in this industry say when being healthy, it's 80% about the food, 10% about exercise, 5% sleep, and 5% lifestyle, something along those lines. What do you think of that? Is that true or is that like a myth or how much does food play a part? Is it a whole 80%? I'm not sure it's like 80%. That's a really good question. Yeah, just your opinion. I know. Food is really very strong in regards to, you know, the nutrients that we need that we're very deprived from that we get from food. But if we're stressed out and our, you know, if we're stressed and our gut isn't healthy because when we're stressed, our digestive system shuts down and then our liver has to work overtime to kind of like move things out of the system, then we could be sitting down eating a kale salad and the healthiest thing in the world, but not digesting the nutrients and absorbing it. So I feel like lifestyle is bigger portion, like the stress part, the lifestyle part is bigger than that, you know, that comforts me because my lifestyle is pretty good. Like I live, Ooh, there goes my computer. As I say that, is that like a sign that my lifestyle actually isn't as balanced as I think? Yeah, maybe I am. I, cause I feel like I put a lot of emphasis on lifestyle. I clearly, um, have developed a a career around what I love, wellness. I try not to get too stressed out, although that's impossible for someone like me um, because I just naturally, I am kind of type A like you amongst all sorts of other things that stress me out. But that makes me happy that lifestyle you think is a bigger part of it because I I agree. And sleep. I don't know if you like glump sleep and stress and all that into lifestyle, but I kind of do too, right? No, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, if you don't sleep, you're kind of doomed. (laughs) Yeah. I hate to say, I mean, you know, you're really like, you just can't function the next day. Your body doesn't function. You don't regenerate, you don't rejuvenate, right? I mean, yes. So that's part of lifestyle, the stress part, part of lifestyle. So if that doesn't get under control and you're eating really healthy, I still think that ailments can come up more so. Yeah, so absolutely. And our food today is not as healthy as as we'd like it yeah, to be. Yeah, it's not but necessarily not very that. nutrient dense in a lot of cases. Right. I mean, it's still a good thing to eat whole real food, but yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff out there is is pretty bad. Well, so us. where do you buy your produce and these kinds of things? I do buy from Erewhon, which I know you love, but totally is really expensive. I mean, um, I absolutely love investment. Them. Yes, health investment. It is a health investment, but I go to farmers markets mm-hmm. um, because it's a little cheaper. So I do. We we I, we buy a lot from there and for the soup cleanse, and I I go to Whole Foods as if I yeah. need to. So I just I just try to buy organic as much as possible. I think it's really important because just the chemicals that are on the food is, you know, just trying to minimize it. It doesn't mean that we sure. still get it from some of the organic. Yeah. 
Also, going back to what we were saying about adaptogens and the importance of using adaptogens to balance out hormones, what would you say about that? I'm like very (laughs) intrigued. I mean, obviously, everyone's different. Everyone's hormone imbalances are incredibly different. But what are some of your favorites for different reasons? Do you have any that you take now that you like? I do. I mean, I haven't been on much of like a regimen with them, but I... um, the ones that you'll find in my kitchen. Yeah. I have a lot of reishi, ashwagandha, uh, maca, and I use mushroom coffee for mm-hmm. Signatic. So yeah. that will have awesome. a blend of adaptogens in it. And mm-hmm. I definitely find like chaga helps my jitters from the coffee kind yeah. of stay at bay. So I know what works at least at certain times of day for me. Right. But I'm curious about so your favorites. This, I know. I have so many. That's why I was asking you because that like, could be a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we should do an adaptogens podcast. I mean, I love them. I really love... I don't. I mean, I'm just so attracted to them and energetically I'm attracted to me them. Me too. I, they have good energy, good vibes and those good adaptogens. Vibes. Yeah. Um, ashwagandha is one of my favorites. I just... any like They do say some autoimmune, like Hashimoto's, they should be a little bit, they shouldn't take ashwagandha, but I still take it and I have Hashimoto's. I'm not saying to the audience they should, um, but I feel like the calmer I can be, the better, more balanced I could be. Um, Another one I am nuts about is holy basil is I, so I drink tulsi tea. Oh, I haven't tea. Done, done holy, holy basil, basil in a while oh. at least because I did do the tea for a while. Right. You just reminded me, but like I had almost India. forgotten. Oh, I was tulsi into tea. it when I did my panchakarma. That's a big Ayurvedic thing, mm-hmm. right? Right. And you have training in Ayurveda. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. 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 I love, Um. so I drink that all day long. And if I, in the afternoon, because I do get tired and I have a, like a cup of that Tulsi tea, I am energized again. Believe wow. me, I want a cup of coffee. Right, right. Late <laughs> but, in the day though, that yeah. is a gamble. So I'm like, I know this is going to kill me. So I go for the Tulsi tea and I'm like, I am automatically energized. That's fabulous. And if I have had too much coffee, I'll do the Tulsi sometimes too and it relaxes me. Oh, is that crazy? Yeah. That, I know. So, so holy basil is an adaptogen? Holy basil is an adapt- adaptogen. Chaga is great. I love that. I love chaga. I love all the I also love mushrooms. the name. As weird yeah. as that is, chaga to me sounds like decadent and delicious, kind yeah. of like chocolate. I know. Although it has nothing to do with chocolate, but True. I've seen chaga be used as a really interesting ingredient in lattes and yeah. it can really make something taste and right. look really pretty, which I appreciate. On the cleanse in the winter, we do this inner peace tonic and it has gynostemma tea and it has reishi in it. So I also love reishi. Yeah, I love powder and that's not an adaptogen, but reishi I love. um, Oh my God, there's not too many that I don't love. I love maca, but I have to say, and I don't know if you feel this way, but if I get raw maca, I am massively high. Like, it's one of those things where you have to peel me off the ceiling. Yeah. But if I buy the gelatinized maca, you know, the cooked, yeah. I'm fine. Interesting. That, I haven't figured out why that is yet. Yeah. Well, I have to be careful with maca. I love the taste. Mm-hmm. And so when I put it into something, I have to be really careful not to add too much. First of all, it's extremely strong. Yeah, so true. people know, I mean, maybe, maybe people listening might not realize, but like, a teaspoon of maca will flavor a whole entire smoothie like 
Right. Just super easily. So I have to and be you. careful. Like, well, yeah, and be you, energized right? like crazy. So when I was playing around with the whole plant-based vegan lifestyle back in the day when I was making recipes all the time, I would do maca oatmeal, maca smoothies, maca this, maca that. And it's not all that day I, long or no, just like no, no, no. I mean, um, I was just putting it in everything. Yeah. I was very intrigued by it, but definitely not all day long. But I think it, I don't know if I burnt myself out from maca or mm-hmm. if I just, I started hearing some things about how it affects the hormones yeah. also. And I don't know how true that is. So I kind of took a maca break, <laughs> but right now it's sounding really good. I know. No, you need to, okay. That's a very good important, that's an important point. You just, brought up. You got to take breaks from these things. You can't yeah. take ashwagandha for years, I think, every day or maca every day. Right. I mean, you. I think we all need breaks from these things. Totally. Like totally. Even our supplements. Yeah. We get like kind of married to certain supplements and we're on them daily. We can't live without them, right? We travel with them. They don't leave our side. Yeah, exactly. But isn't the truth that if you're taking them, you're getting your body to be back in balance with those certain supplements so you don't really need them after a while? Absolutely. That's at least my outlook on all of it, which is I've had certain doctors get super frustrated with me, functional medicine doctors, like why aren't you taking your supplements anymore? You were feeling so good. And I'm like, what do you mean? I took them for a year. I don't want to be taking 12 things every day. I agree. And sometimes I feel better not. And then my Ayurvedic practitioner, her whole thing is kind of like, if you're taking 12 supplements a day, twice a day, then you're kind of treating yourself like a sick person. So that's why you feel like a sick person. Not the only reason why you feel like a sick person, but it's not the most helpful, especially mentally. That is such a good point too. Because it's like, you're right. You don't want to mentally hone in on like, I have to have these supplements to live, Mm -hmm. survive, to be better. That's like a, then it takes away your power. Exactly. You have no power. So I'm always trying to play around, but I like your outlook of mixing and matching the supplements, mixing and matching the adaptogens and taking breaks, especially if you're on a kick with one of them. I just recently did a number on myself, speaking of that too, where I um, was telling you, I I talked to the medical medium. I don't know. So cool. Anthony William. Too bad he's not seeing clients anymore, which is... Not at all? Not at all. What? I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what happened. He, I think he had a list of thousands of people long. He's coming out with his third book. It's about hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's. Oh, that's perfect for I know. you and so many people yeah. listening. But I did a session with him and he put me on this regimen. And a couple of things he put me on, which was the spirulina powder and this barley juice extract powder, which I loved. So daily for a year and a half, I took these powders and I think they did a number on me. I think I OD'd on them. Yeah. I think that I really, I did some like testing, an LRA test, which tests like what's your immune, you know, what you respond to by your immune system. And Blue, green algae and algae came up really strong mm. to something that I should not be doing. So I think I just, I just OD'd on the Yeah, powders. you overdid it. Yeah, OD'd Isn't it, it interesting so. that like these things that are good for us, if you put them into your body in such abundance for so long, you will start to be resistant to yeah, them. That's exactly true. I swear I've yeah. done that with kale. <laughs> and that's why if anyone listened to my podcast with Marianne, the medium, uh-huh. my spirit guides, aka my 
grandparents who are up there right. in heaven uh, told me no more kale. And that was coming from them. That's messing with wow. your hormones is what they said. And so ever since she told me that, maybe like a month ago, I have not touched kale. If I have touched kale, it's because it was in, it is in one of my favorite dishes at Kathy Gratitude. So I would make an exception and not always eat around it. But it's so interesting how we can overdose on these things that are technically supposed to be so good for us. But the body needs variety, right? I mean, is yeah, that what you would body, say? Well, the body knows how to heal, as you know. You know, the body knows how to heal itself. So if you give it what it needs, it should heal. We just sometimes don't tune into what we, what we absolutely need and what we should be taking. So we go, again, hand over our power to someone and they're like, hey, you got to, you know, you're deficient in D, you're deficient in omegas. You just, they put you on this whole regimen instead of you going out and really getting it from the food or, you know, eating some really healthy fish. You're taking your omegas and, you know, you're bypassing eating the food part because the food yeah. is what is is what your body knows how to metabolize and take those vitamins and minerals from and absorb into the system. So not always the capsules are the best because those capsules and they can, if your digestive system isn't in good shape, they won't get digested properly. Yeah. Right? See, okay, the, <laughs> the intuitive part of me, like the part that can almost see what's happening inside of my body because I feel it so intensely, is that capsules do not work for me. I feel like I can watch them I, after I take them going right through me and not not assimilating at all. And that's really bothersome. That's why, that's another reason, sorry to my doctors, if anyone is listening, that I have trouble maintaining the whole capsule supplement regimen. I do too. Because, yeah, I want, I want it to work for me. I just don't think it does. And I feel like we all know our bodies really right. well. And I just, weirdly enough, I know, I can just see these things like sitting yeah. in me, these pills, and I don't feel like they're getting even at all into my system. Right, where they need to be. It's interesting. It's I know, really interesting. I, I, that's why I've switched over to a lot of liquids. Yeah, liquids. Yeah, yeah I like the that. Herbs and the, you know, just trying to get them. There's a multivitamin and mineral. I don't know if you heard of Mary Roos. Have you heard of her? No. She's certified organic. She's in Santa Monica. She just moved from the East Coast. And she makes a multi, which you take in the morning, an ounce, which has all the great, multivitamins in it. And at night it's a mineral. You take an ounce before you go to bed and it's certified organic with no fillers and it's liquid. So oh, that's amazing. If you need like something just like a basic, really good multi-mineral, she's the... That she's sounds the, so yeah. good. So we can put that yeah. link in the show notes. Yeah. We, can, we can look that up <laughs> and put that in there. Too. Oh my God. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Probiotics. So <laughs> gut health, so important. Oh One of your expertises. Now that we're coming to the end, I we're going to have to do a whole other <laughs> podcast about gut health. Right. But probiotics, what are some of your favorites? Hers? Uh, yes, hers. There's so many. Mm -hmm. um, and I love um, a pure encapsulation. Uh, there, I love their products. I think uh -huh. they're really stellar in terms of the quality. I like their 50 billion one. I love Renew Life. Makes a really high quality one. I always have my clients on like 50 billion and above. Like there's so many philosophies right now about gut health in terms of do these capsules actually really help? Right, or not right. Help? I've heard a lot. Like you were just saying. So. Yeah, of things about probiotics. I and love food. Like you've probably yeah. had the coconut yogurt kefirs that are an arrow Obsessed. <laughs> oh my God. Like coconut isn't? cult. 
Have you had coconut oh, coal? I've had them all. Oh, <laughs> I love coconut coal and the yes, probiotics. Same. Are it's insane. Like, oh, I know. It's like eight hundred billion. Yeah, it's in something there. huge. Yeah, I mean, it really works. Kombucha or Synergy GTS um, Synergy. Right? I do have this yes. sitting on the table right they, now. Um, Hibiscus ginger, Coco Yo, and I make my own. I was making my own before they came out um, because one of the guys at Erewhon had showed me how to do it. So I love that. I love tempeh. I love fermented soy. Love tempeh. I love kimchi, sauerkraut. See again, going back to the food. Getting your beneficial bacteria from the food is also really important. I don't think the capsules are enough for us. Yeah. So, I mean, the gut health is everything. That is another show. I mean, it's like... Yeah. Well, we will definitely (laughs) do that and we'll do the adaptogen one. But I like what you're saying about the food, probiotics in the food, like the probiotic coconut yogurt and kimchi and just trying to get as much of that good, healthy gut food in your system. And that coconut, seems like the way to go. There's that coconut kefir. It's by Healing Movement. Have you ever had that one? Have it's, I um, had that? Is it's it fermented coconut water and tonics? Oh, makes one. It's, I haven't had it. I've definitely seen, seen it. I think it. I've seen it at Earth Bar. It's been around for years okay. and years. It's like one of the oldest. Um, it also is like full of beneficial bacteria, and all you need is like an ounce. Like you just need a little bit. Oh, that's nice. Just so, a little bit. Yeah. I like when you can just do a little <laughs> bit of something. It seems just so reasonable. That's like, I think where I'm heading. Yeah. These days the reasonable. Is less is more. Exactly. I like that. So as we are beginning to wrap up, I want to ask you a question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. If you were a color, what color would you be? What comes to mind is fuchsia. Oh, I can see you as a fuchsia. You're a bright... I'm not even a pink girl, though. Yeah. Yeah. You're a bright light. And you're effervescent and bubbly. Thank you. And warm. I was... I didn't used to be. Really? What were (laughs) you? I think I was just... I don't know. I was... I felt very, like, dull. Like, you know, in terms of just, like, my whole aura. So, I think in the last few years, since I've gotten into this business, and since I've really gotten into spirituality like you and just found my calling and found my peace and calmness um, with my life. It's just everything has changed. Everything has opened up and like my world is so different than I ever had imagined. And that's what I want to tell people is really at 57, you know, you can, you know, you don't have to stay the way you're feeling. You don't have to just be okay. You don't have to just survive because there are ways to have a thriving, beautiful life and have energy and and really reinvent yourself. Like, it's possible at any age. Yes, so. I totally agree. I mean, you, my mom, who's 63, you guys are like some of the most vibrant people that I, that I know. And it Thank really you. goes to show that age is, is nothing when you right. take care of yourself and when you... Just what it, what it, what are the words I'm looking for? Because it's not. I mean, my mom at least she's yeah. into health, but not on the level of of you or I. But it's more just like if you come from a place of being so authentically yourself. There's the words I'm looking right. for. Then you're going to radiate no matter what, and yeah, be it's very anti aging. <laughs> yeah, it is very anti aging. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's about like it's not accepting that you're. 57 or your mom who's 62, right? Yeah. It's not like, 
it's not going, oh my God, I'm 62. Oh my God, I'm 57. Right? Like, right. It's like embracing number, it's and it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you live a lot of life. And yeah. there, don't ever and tell you're, anybody your age. <laughs> yeah. You're engaged, right? Yes. So you have like yeah. a whole new exciting chapter of life yes. too right now. Yeah. With two stepsons and yeah. two daughters. And it's like the yeah. Brady Bunch. It's the Brady Bunch. Missing a couple kids. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, it so, has been. So your soul is on fire. Feels on fire. Yes. It does. So what would be your top soul on fire tip to everyone listening? Oh, that's a t- oh God, that's a tough one. My top tip, soul on fire, is just really living life to the fullest. You know, just really embracing, like, all of the good things in life that you can as often as you can. You know, every moment, just being so grateful and thankful that you are who you are, you know, because I don't think anybody wants to be anybody else, right? It's just about, wow, I get to be me and I get to live this life. And when I think about my husband who passed away and doesn't get to be here, I just, whenever I go there, I'm like, oh my God, thank God that I get to see my girls grow up and hopefully get married. And yeah, absolutely. So be you. That is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yay. So where can everyone find you? AlyssaGoodman.com. I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Help me. All of the platforms. (laughs) Yeah, the whole platforms. I have a blog and I send out every week a health tip and a recipe. And I I do love food. I'm a total foodie. Um, And I do have the soup cleanse that I cook and deliver in LA to about 40, 42 people twice a month. And then I have a cleanse at M Cafe um, that's called Reset Your Life with M Cafe. Cool. I'm going to have to ask you about why M Cafe in Brentwood is not here anymore because I used to walk there every day. I just saw that it closed. Yeah, it's gone. It, they just, there was too much competition around I here. I guess so, but it's I still really love sad. them. So where, where do they still they have location? Just Beverly Hills and okay. West Hollywood. I'll be going there. No, Wow. I know. It is sad. I, I know. I watched was, that happen. I was like, no, that is one of my walking places. I didn't realize it was like done, done. Yeah, I know. First it was just down to like the cold food yeah. and then. Yeah. No, their it's food gone. is amazing. I know. I and love the, their food. They were around before Cafe Gratitude. And yeah, they. I remember I them from a long time ago. Also, were they before Real Food Daily or no? I don't know. They, but they were just been around for so long. And the owner is just, he's brilliant. And he has great chefs. And I know he has a great concept and the food is great. So yeah, I, it's crazy. I don't know why. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. Mm-hmm. Well, if anyone listening wants to go to M Cafe, don't come to Brentwood. <laughs> go to Beverly Hills or West Hollywood. And thank right. you, Alyssa, for being here. You're amazing. This was so fun. I'm honored. Thank you. It was so yeah. fun. Yes. To finally I know. get to talk to you. And soon adopt a gin episode yes. and gut health. You got because it. Because I was too excited to talk to you about everything else. <laughs>